0: Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations.
1: Our guest is in studio. He came bearing gifts. The, The gift for me this evening is married but intimately divorced by Dr. Mashudu David Mbezi. This one. My husband and I are going to read "Gag you ah ah" with the people like Doctor Mzibi by our side. It will never happen, Doc. Thank you very much for joining us. Good evening.
2: Koti, thank you Thank you so much, and congratulations. Welcome to the United States <laughs> of Marriage.
1: United States of Marriage. Yes. Hey, wait, Doc. This United States of Marriage. Second time in, by the way. Uh huh. And it's. It's this, this time I know it's right. It is. It is not marred by everyone else is doing it. It has and, to be. And, uh, well, uh, you know, from religious background, when you are mm. raised religiously, then mm. you are almost forced to do it early.
2: Sometimes you go through the bush so that uh, you can see the light. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes uh, I, I normally say learn what your challenges have come to teach you. Mm-hmm. And greetings to the listeners.
1: Well, greetings to you, A-teamers. <laughs> the doc is in the studio, not telephonic, no load shedding, formed against us, shall prosper. Amen. because he is here, live in color. Um, and we are talking marriage and relationships masterclass based on his books. Let's firstly just go through, last week we went through uh, your book, Married But Intimately Divorced. You've got a new book that you have released. Yes. Tell us about
2: it. It's called Wrong Husband, Wrong Wife, Wrong Partner. Let's talk about
1: it. What is it about? Uh, Oh, Lord. (laughs) It sounds heavy.
2: Most people say, uh, I've got a wrong partner, I've got a wrong spouse. But what is it that is wrong about the person? So it, it 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 creates dialogue and makes people to talk about their relationships. And when you say someone is wrong for you or you are wrong for someone, what is it that is wrong, and can you rectify that, and at what stage and what time do you see what are these principles and values that you find? Uh, in a good or bad relationship what are the principles of being godly godly not only talking about being religious each and every religion or culture intercedes at a certain point based on respect understanding tolerance all those principal values they fit there there is respect there is love there is tolerance so if you don't find those things in a person then you've got the wrong person and for instance if you don't get support, there's toxic communication, there's jealous. Most people, most relationship partners compete instead of complementing each other. That's why they don't build their relationship. You'll find there's dishonor, these patterns of disrespect. Most people want to be respected, but then don't respect other people. And you'll find negative uh, behaviors or financial behavior and so forth, and constant stress in ignoring your needs, meaning... This person takes you for granted because they got what they want. So in short, they are using you. And you, you, as personally, uh, there is what we call self-construction, meaning you've lost the things that you like in your own life. You've so lost certain qualities and values that you used to like to say, I used to like singing. Someone said, you were a singer, but I, got, I married you. You no longer do. There are certain things that you no longer do. What happened? So you need to find yourself. So there are strategies strategies of building a relationship to say, how do you get on? How do you find yourself? Remember your situation uh, they has a purpose to make you better. Each and every relationship or marriage has its own unique challenges. But we assume that when these challenges come in, we take a back. seat, then we become reactive, we fight, instead of saying what do we do as partners. Teamwork.
1: This is the master class of note. I'm, I'm uh, reflecting and uh, definitely making sure that I, 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 I take in everything that needs to be taken in. So this evening, we are going to be talking about a lot of things from lack of intimacy yes. to, uh, you know, relationships that just lack sex. Mm. But let's start here in the book. On page 49, you speak about graveyard living. Mm. What is that? I mean, honestly, graveyard (laughs) living? Are people dead in their marriage? Uh, Graveyard
2: living is most people are in the grave. In short, I'm saying uh, it's a situation whereby nobody cares about each other. It's a situation whereby you say, I will do my household responsibility, I'll buy food, but we don't share a bed. We don't communicate intimately. We don't share our feelings. You don't ask me what are my objectives are. So in short, nobody cares. Uh, Each and everyone lives their own lives. Uh, People sleep in spare bedrooms. You don't ask me, don't call me through the day. If I bought food for kids, that's enough. Don't ask me. only ask you when I say, uh, where is my vassalap? Oh, where is my toothpaste?
1: Where are my socks?
2: Where are my socks? Did you see my socks? And How even if when me? you make love, it's no longer romantic. Uh, it's like it's a procedure. <laughs> uh, so it's a matter of saying we are doing it for the sake of even someone is making love to say, I just do and finish because it's all about you.
1: How do relationships, how do couples get to that point, Dr. Mbet? You know, you make it sound funny. Yes. We laugh. But <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> <French. laughs> I understand. <laughs> I'm thinking you also know what uh, 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 Dr. is talking about. I think you've experienced it or you've seen it. Mm. Join in on the conversation, man. I want to hear your experiences. Zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. That's our WhatsApp number. Or you can call in 86 You can be anonymous. More than welcome to be anonymous. How did we get there? How do two people who were once in love, who chose to be together mm. in a long-term relationship that translates to marriage, mm. end up becoming in a graveyard?
2: Mantuli, um, there are a lot of things. One, you'll find that the foundation in itself was wrong. If the foundation is wrong, everything will be wrong. Uh, I loved you because you work in a radio station. I loved you because you drive a certain car, how you were dressed. Not really to say, what is it that I really want in you? What is it that I want from you? What? Are, where are we going? You see, marriage is an old and old, very old institution without a performance agreement. You get in, you don't know where we are going. We just assume blindly that this is where things will function. So you'll find that the the marriage was built on lies. Sometimes it was built on truth, but therefore going forward, you did not work together to build your relationship. There was no communication. There was no honesty.
1: There was no foundation. The
2: foundational principles of trust, respect, honesty, openness, sacrifice were not there. Mm. You function on an assumption to say he knows or she knows. So what? But you don't communicate, be it in words or sexual communication, to say what our needs, how do you want to be served. And remember, love is not about sex. sex, It's about taking responsibility in a relationship. So there are a lot of multidimensional concepts in it.
1: Okay, multidimensional. Let's go back to last week. Last week uh, someone uh sent a message and yes. said, I don't know how to deal with this. My partner is now telling me that they need to go Antwasa. Yes. Uh but I'm not into that. I'm mm. I'm not I'm Christian, I'm not traditional. Um But we're married. Yes. So multidimensional means Mm. we are able to move. But if we are now moving in a direction that I don't believe in, then what?
2: Right. We have got our own roots and our own foundation. That which we cannot run away from. So assume that uh, you have got a challenge. Either partner have got a challenge that must be addressed culturally or through Uqtwasa. What do you do? So you are saying you are denying the existence of a challenge, existence of dealing with certain issues. Mm. The fact that you believe in something or you don't believe in it does not mean that it doesn't don't exist. Resist, yeah. That's the mistake that we make. Uh, now, let's go back to the Bible. In in my second book, I talk about when you say Jesus of of Abraham, Jesus of this, of Jacob, of this, those are... You understand, so those are the ancestors. Jesus has his own ancestors. So why do we deny our own ancestors? So we are—we are. We are I'm not, it's not an issue of choice or belief, but it's an issue of deny the existence of who we are. So it, you see, that's a problem. We, we we tend to focus. The Bible says, "Respect your parents." I get Yes so that you get blessings. So it's a condition. It does not mean that when they have passed, you don't respect them.
1: No, definitely. But
2: later, the Bible says you cannot go and look for answers for people who are no longer there, but it does not say stop respecting them because they are late. There are certain people currently will say I can not attend a funeral of my parents or of my uh, family members or relatives because I'm a Christian. That is beautiful nonsense because you are saying you you, and it happens because of Christianity. Remember religion, religion has killed so many people globally because of religion and we forget who we are, but we don't try to understand the fact that you don't believe in tradition or Christianity Mm -hmm. does not mean that it doesn't exist.
1: So, then how do we navigate that marriage? How do we navigate that relationship?
2: They should be conditioned to say, Do you tolerate this situation? Because, therefore, you are saying, I must sacrifice my. Because it means that it is toxic, because there's no understanding. Because when you see someone on the street or in the mall that you love, you don't ask them, "Uh, You love them, footstools again. Yes. Yeah so you need to understand that when you start in the relation learn to ask those things because this is who you are those are your conditions to say I don't do this so why wait till such kind of thing say vela then you say uh, I don't do this I'm not I'm not like this then you become a dictator in your relationship
1: Hey hey in Simale. Yes. So uh, uh, if the person insists, you were a Christian when we were together.
2: Then leave because this is not what you want. (laughs) Then leave because you can't tolerate it. You are saying, you've already said, I don't want. Remember when you say you love someone, obviously if an Amatozi, when you said you love them, you're already in love with them because this is what you saw, whether you knew or not, then find, if you do not say, you try to ask and find out because this is not what you want, that's your problem.
1: So this is potentially a graveyard situation. It's a graveyard
2: (laughs) living because um, you you don't care.
1: So you might as well leave.
2: Yes. There is no longer love there because you are saying, this is my condition. You see, the problem is we don't learn to love each other. And... The mistake that we make when we meet each other is we don't learn to know each other better mm-hmm. and understand our traditions. That's why in the Bible, you have to understand each and everyone's Who are you? What is it? What are you? Who are you? What are you made of? Now, when I meet you, I look at how you are dressed and what you are driving. I don't look who are you. Mm-hmm. So that I able to know whether i fit in or not
1: and not only fit in or not, doc um we need to fit into what you know now yes and as you continue to discover me and i discover you you must be able to adjust and i must be able to adjust yes because we are dynamic like you say love is about being able to be dynamic uh, mm. as human beings and understanding our differences because the 20-year-old me, the 30-year-old me will never be the same as it the It won't because you evolve. Five. Yes. Yes. So it, it, if in a relationship your partner and yourself are not able to understand those dynamics, then mm. you're Graveyard. Mm. And then I'm a pension fund because no one wants to lose out in community of property.
2: Right. Uh, most people are married in community of property. The other, other partner does whatever they want with their own monies, and they don't add value financially so in a relationship. When you divorce, you divorce in whose community of property, in whose property, because it means it's on one. So that is financial cheating in itself. Now let's clarify the, other, the first part. Let me give you two scenarios. I see uh, one lady, one man. I'll balance it that way. The other partner, uh, the man, is a Christian. The other one is a a traditional Uisangom. But Agabonagali, you don't see that because you don't see anything. You just love the lady. You love them with the gift that they have from their family of Uisangom. The other one is a Christian. He goes to church holiness. When they pray for him, Demons come out. Now, who has to divorce who if the both of them are married? And who has to tolerate who? Both of them. I'm a Christian. I'm a man. Handsome. Got with demons because when they pray, (laughs) I avail. The other one, unamathos. It happens practically. So when, when you get into that scenario, who has to say, I can't tolerate who?
1: Who's the, who's the better evil? That's what you're asking. Yeah, who is
2: the beautiful devil in nice. that instance? So maybe listeners will tell us better.
1: Hey, team, as the lines are open, oh. WhatsApp number 614 104 or uh, oh, call in, even anonymously. Are you in a graveyard relationship? Do you sleep separately? Or do you sleep facing... The opposite direction. Sleeping patterns even, don't lie. Yeah, and, and not even trying to touch each other's toes because uyangti nalo. I don't want to. touch.
2: When you make love, but just just do it because it's all about you.
1: Or, or, or you, you are making love and there's no sound, no touch, no. There piece, is no nothing. romance. It's just ngena Yeah. And so, sometimes, because I think that scenario is more for the woman, sheshu Sometimes the man, I vuki. In The penis just does not stand.
2: Then I make love to you, emotional cheating. I reach climax because I'm thinking of
1: someone. If that's you, you are living in the graveyard. Get out of the graveyard, you are still alive. Ask questions. Allow Dr. Mashudu Devin to help you. I am no expert. That's why we have him here. Zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. That is our studio line, or you can SMS four one three nine one. I'll repeat the WhatsApp number zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Let's go to some voice notes. I
0: suspect, and the doc, you know, my personal uh, experience is that I was once married to somebody who was not emotionally there meaning that I married somebody who was somewhere emotionally I happened to be available myself for marriage when the person who was supposed to whom she wanted was not available so I had to live with somebody whose emotion was not there and the unfortunate part of it the person who was supposed to have married her is a very very close relative of her and uh, it's something that was um, swept under the carpet by the family, her family and then I found out through grapevines that you know what the wife that you consider a wife the person has a, had a relationship with this person and this person is a closest relative of her so they do visit each other and then when I look at it it's just a family member all those things but when I found out later that this family member this is close this close relative it was in fact the ex was that person an ex or he was still existing and when i finally found out about it and asked the question about this person that's when the marriage ended simple
1: you that's not graveyard that's like a suicide mission that you went into not knowing that it's suicide yeah because uh, that's not living at all
2: it's very sad i wish i could talk to him after the show this is what we call I think we must go to the second book and next time and talk about the eight types of secrets, which ones to tell and which one not to tell okay and now one thing is that he was treated he was used as a scapegoat to deal for for that for the lady to deal with their past to say i she was, he was an option, not a priority, so used as a bridge to get over what had the person before so now the, 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 the there's what we call bad family secrets in short you could have been married to that person or in love with that person but the family knew that they know someone better whom they respect and love who is known to the family and who is accepted as um but him even if he's legally known as a husband is an option. And that's the, you see, there's, there are certain men and women who are good and responsible in relationships and marriages, but they are, they get abused of their goodness. Yeah. Then yeah. So in, in short, they know, the family knows the, the real mkwenyan or uh, husband for our daughter is this one. But Even if are of both are there they in the family, you will be, I, something like that, something useless. So, in short, unfortunately, I, I, I understand his pain. He was an option and used as a bridge. Even if you could marry and do whatever it is correctly, so and being responsible, you will never be respected because in the first, the foundation was wrong. It was an 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 option, not a priority.
1: So, a situation like this can it be salvaged, or is it better to just leave? Count your losses. If if you
2: want peace of mind and to sleep peaceful, because that kind of relationship, even if the lady will say we have separated, it will never end. Because it has its own foundation and roots, mm. true known to the family and both of them.
1: Okay, for someone who's listening and saying, "I suspect I am being used in this marriage," just like this yes. A-team who sent a message, maybe in a different scenario. How do you know? How can you tell when you are being used in a relationship? And there, there, there are many. I've, I've heard of uh, beard wives that mm. the term um a man who does not want to come out straight and say i am gay mm. uh because of whatever reasons then he gets married mm. so you become a beard wife you are there mm. you are his wife you are married mm. you've got the papers and the ring the kids to show but he is gay mm. and you suspect but you don't really know. you don't have any so, proof so, so you are being used others are being used for money mm. Um, because you've got the lifestyle that I crave, then you supply it for me. Mm. How do we know when we are being used? And how can we step away from that situation?
2: Separate your emotions from your uh, the love that you have for the person. Take a, take your feelings and put them in a deep freezer and take a back seat and say, what do I have? Look objectively to say, what kind of building material do I have? So you need to take, a, and you need to separate your emotions. You see the problem that we have is when we've got such kind of challenges, we use our emotions and we address emotions because we are angry, but not the facts. The fact that you are angry does not mean that you are dealing with the real issue. You might be dealing with the end result, which is the what is happening. But take a back seat and analyze your situation where how did you start and where are you going what is your current do a self qualitative what you call short analysis and take it from there
1: let's go to another voice
0: note doctor and is I am available uh, doctor if you want to talk to me after the show or after everything uh, <laughs> <laughs> your explanation about everything it's spot on I'm
1: going to suggest that at the end of the conversation, Mm. A-teamers, including this one, take your contact details, email address, social media, and whatever other number you're willing to offer uh, so that they can be in touch with you. Remember, Dr. Mbedzi is a qualified marriage counselor. Okay, as much as an author. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking, and I, I think you don't have to be necessarily married, but no. it's a relationship counseling that you can give.
2: Remember, you could be in a relationship married. You go, marriage comes from your relationship. Yes. Now, this is what I need to clarify. When I say married but intimately divorced, when you say you love someone, technically I'm arguing to say already you are emotionally attached, meaning you are married to someone. When you go and sign papers to say you, you are, you are married, nothing changes. You are carrying yourselves emotionally. You are, that is just validation. So marriage comes from relations. There are people who get divorced. This is why I talk about what you need to know about your partner before you commit. So this book attracts both married young and old. That's the good part about it. And you don't have to read from the first page to the last to understand. You can start from the end going back. And uh, if you want seminars, yeah, but they must get my books because all these things are in the books.
1: Simple as that. We'll talk yes. about how people can get hold of the books. Yeah. Let's go to another voice note.
3: Good evening, Patricia, and yeah. good evening to SAF and good, in and good evening to studio. I've got a question. I'm in a relationship with this lady for the past five years and i'm 24 she's also 24. i don't work she's a student in nelson mandela university so this is what happens her parents do not give her money i give her money to go to school i don't pay for her fees but then i give her transport money since we all come from the pop. i give her transport money to go to, to, go to job back and then eventually go to p.e Everything that she needs, if she wants food, I give her. I give her money for food, and I don't really get anything in return from her. Today, I asked her to do something simple, which which was please wash three of my shirts and one pants of mine with hand wash instead of a washing machine. She took offense to because it's a and it's making me rethink our whole dynamic of our relationship. Is it fair for me to think like that? Just please help me out because it's hard on me right now.
1: Doc, please do answer.
2: Yeah, you are being she loves him because he is he, there for finance, not for love.
1: She loves what he can offer.
2: Yeah, you are needed, he, not he love. Yeah. So and I'm worried about the age limit.
1: Also, oh, Doc, in my online, this eighty Mercedes it does not work. I, mean,
2: I don't know. From,
1: from, from Limpopo to Johannesburg, Johannesburg to uh, uh, PE, that, that's a lot of money to commute.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, to be honest, uh, there is no relationship there. And even if you can continue, I think you will remember what I said today uh, on SAFM to say you are being used because you are providing financially you'll find that there's someone that they love and you'll be manipulated. And at that age, I'm worried about the same age scenario Uh, It's a bit worrying.
1: Okay. So there's an issue with age here.
2: Yeah. They're at the same age.
1: What should, what is the right balance?
2: Uh, Sometimes it's not about age. Sometimes people say, but remember the needs of a woman at that age, 24, they're 24. It's better if the man is a bit older and she's younger because you'll find the demands will be higher and you'll find that it's not only him. He might be providing finances. Someone's provide, there's a boyfriend for the car, transport. I'm not saying that the situation, but based on the uh, <laughs> counseling that I've done, you those are similar scenarios. So they need, is needed, not loved. So you can continue, but just know at the back of your mind that you are there for money. You must provide. But so therefore you are constraining yourself because you don't have a solid foundation. You are saying you are not working. If,
1: if, if this uh, woman in question had actually washed these three shirts and pants, would it then show that she loves him?
2: Not really. Not really, because we don't have the full picture. Mm. Washing is an activity. Love is emotional. Washing is an end result. The depiction is you are showing. She might wash because she's frustrated. There are two things. I can wash your clothes smiling and wash your clothes angry. The scenario is different, but internally, the intention is different. Anger and happiness. So you are forcing. The fact that you love someone does not mean that they can wash for you if they don't want to. That's something that you need to understand. Washing for you is not a demonstration that I love you. No.
1: But, but the mere fact that this A-team even asked this question, I'm worried about them. I think they need help. Um, because clearly he's seeing that he's being used it's just he wants someone to in his provide.
2: in his validation yes. so we gave him validation
1: hey uh, a doc ask me about these graveyard relationships within the bedroom yes um sexless relationships yes cold relationships mm. apart from sex there's intimacy mm. relationships that have no intimacy earlier you spoke about sexual communication
2: mm. Most people, when you go to a order food, you go to an outlet and sit down with your partner or alone. You know how much food you want and what kind of food you want and how you're going to eat, whether you're going to use fogger knife or a spoon. Similarly in the bedroom, uh, you can't just do it one way. And then when you tell your partner, with your eye, let's do this in the car in the garage, they say, where did you learn this from? Do you have diversity in your sex relationship in you know, how you have sex in a bedroom? Or do you, it's not necessarily supposed to be in the bedroom, you can do it when you're driving and romance each other? Do you do those things?
1: Hmm. And I want to talk
2: and you'll find you right. that's a problem. You'll find your partner wearing tracksuits as if they're going to a gym, <laughs> and there's what I call in my book a barbed wire inside the sheets. Ooh. What I mean is there Ooh. are buckler proofs in the sheets. Uguti, don't touch me. Umuntu, no. when they getting the imagine your your partner or your boyfriend or husband getting in the bed wearing jean pants. What do you where do you start? <laughs>
1: It's a stop nonsense. Yeah, even women
2: do a stop, we do, men do stop nonsense, women do a stop nonsense. Sometimes I, I had someone who said, uh, I, if I don't want to have sex with my partner or husband, I just put them the sauce. Then what do you do?
1: Oh my goodness. Okay, but then that also says something about the partner.
2: It's saying, don't touch me.
1: It's it's saying to the partner, don't touch me. Mm. But it also says something about the partner Mm. who's observing the tomato sauce. But you'll never know that it's tomato sauce. No, no. You know what it's saying? Uh. It's saying you're not attentive enough to know your woman's cycle. Mm. Because a man knows his woman's cycle. If we live together for 12 years... Are you telling me that you don't observe my cycles? You should know around this time of the month she's going to start, and there are signs and symptoms before.
2: Sometimes it will say maybe it's an emergency. I was stressed, women say I was stressed, so it just uh, the flow came. What do you do? So
1: it's starting 10 years into the relationship, then
2: it's a flow. Ah, (laughs) Remember the way when they say no, it means no. Then what do you do?
1: Hey, let's take a quick break. There are people, okay, let's take a quick break. We're coming (laughs) back. I would say.
0: Late night conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet
3: conversations. Thanks a lot for the analysis. Here's what's happening. I I'm finished with school and now I'm in the business of selling phones. And also I am a, I'm just a hustler. Long story short, I'm a hustler. Sometimes I do balls, I sell phones. So that's what I do and now this girl, her parents don't work so I I pay for her toiletries when she wants to go somewhere else, I fund her lifestyle but then she doesn't do anything for me. Even when it comes to buying a birthday gift it becomes a problem you see. So, right now, it's just making me think, like, if this person can't just do a simple thing for me, like, washing my T-shirts, is it really worth it for me to you know, stay in this relationship because we've been together from high school? Or I should just call it quits?
4: Good evening, Sissy Patricia. Sissy Patricia, life is so strange. People can live together because they're in love strange enough as well people can live together because they hate each other that's why people always wonder why are these things still together because they don't love each other people can stay together just for hating each other tormenting each other i've got a brother in law now it's almost 10 months the wife is sleeping in a tracksuit She can't go, she can't leave, he can't let her go, he can't come out, but they are staying together. It's very strange. People can stay together just to torment each other, which is very dangerous. In most cases, it ends in death, suicide, murder. People can stay together for hurting each other. Louisa from Brixton.
1: Sure, Lizzo. Lizzo. Goref. boo, Who tends? And,
2: and what you're saying validates what you've been saying to since Some people can stay with you to say, I want to make him or her life hell. Because the intention is to make you hell, yet they want to benefit maybe from accommodation, money, and certain things that they want. Remember, there's what I call eight types of cheating. One of them being, uh, you'll find that. I only need you because you have to offer certain things. Meaning, uh, you are not really needed in a relationship. And going back to Ubudibega uh, uh, Kuluma about Ebold, who is a hustler, I forgot to ask him whether the girl does give her sex or not.
1: Well, she, she probably doesn't. I mean, if she's in another province, is in Limpopo? Yeah. She's in
2: so Japan. you see, you might be financing. Uh, she will tell you that I'm a virgin, but she has been long not a virgin. So you might be financing and you're not getting anything. Uh, so uh, I think what I like about you is that you're hustling, which is good and is being assertive. But I think focus on building your own foundation. And look for someone who loves
1: you. Save your money, buddy. Save your money. Build something for mm, yourself. Nale
2: a time, don't send it. Because yeah. it doesn't phone you.
1: And I think, you know what? You say you are hustling with this bolt mm. that you are doing, the e hailing. Save your money, buy more cars. It's a business. You do
2: your business. Yes. And someone who loves you
1: will come. Can we wrap it up there, Doc? Next week. Can we look at the eight types of cheating that you we are talking about? yes, and also there's there's a there's a chapter or a part in your book that you speak about the characteristics of a walk away spouse that is very oh Lo- yeah baba yeah yeah baba i'm I'm just looking yeah. at it and I'm thinking there's a lot of psychology behind this one, so we'll look at that what is a walk away spouse, and what are the eight types of cheating yes. Okay, let's wrap it up there, A-teamers. Uh, people are crying here. They're even sending messages. Let me see if I... Okay, let's try and quickly go through this one before we okay. wrap up. It says, Hi, doctor, I'm in a relationship. It's 12 years now. I was a provider and I lost uh, my job. And um, I moved to Johannesburg um, to find a job. I worked for one year and then I fetched her to be with me with her son. I raised her son or, no, I raised his son uh, till he finished matric and found them a job where I'm located. But now I'm not working. His son is changing words with me. Um, so, even he doesn't ask for intimacy from me. I'm the one who always asks for it. It's three years now. So, I want the help from you, doctor. So many things have happened. If you have problems, when I discuss them with him, um, he says, uh, do what you think is right. And he doesn't share. Well, uh, look, there's here and he interchangeable. So I'm not sure which gender. I don't know. Ben is saying with her, but I'm reading this and it's difficult because there's interchanging between him and her. And doesn't share uh, his thoughts with me. So I need help um i'm not sure whether it's a male or female sending this but someone needs help they're in a graveyard
2: living because they don't share anything so uh, she can she or he can give me the call after after the show then we'll do the counseling but there's no there's no relationship there and there's no respect and it means that they no longer care about you but take a back seat and love yourself find yourself but a man learned to dagger pelin so seek, the ability is in you uh, to f- uh, to do better. And it's not the end of the world, so you can do better. And you might find that going forward, your life might be blessed. And remember, it's like a, a dry tree. When it dries, it does not mean that it is dead. It's because new life is coming. So you might find that uh, maybe if you're a Christian, God is removing the toxic people around you you need to delete some people that are useless in your life and find yourself and stand up. You will do better and become a better person.
1: Okay. Doc, please give us uh, how our A-teamers can contact you because you're a marriage counselor and also where we can get these best-selling books that are so vital for us
2: in relationships. These books are everywhere. USA, America, they're already then global in Africa. Uh, 072-793-3531, 072-793-3531, And I'm also on Facebook as my shooting bed. We can just say Google, hashtag married, but intimately divorced, you'll find me there.
1: Excellent. Marriage counseling, do you do it online? Do people have to come I to do you?
2: telephonic, I come to you, but our people don't want to pay, but they want it's solutions.
1: A, it's, a, it's, a paid, it's a paid service, yeah, you're, a, so, you're a qualified doc?
2: Yeah, so if they want those things, I'm there, seminars, I'm there, they can call me, I'm there. But when I talk to you, you will never be the same.
1: It's midnight. Uh, it's time for us to say thank you and have a blessed week ahead, uh, Doc. Next week, Thursday, we're talking eight characteristics of yes. um, Oh, well, characteristics of a walk away spouse, a spouse and eight types of cheating. cheating. Yeah. Excellent. Eight is we also heading home. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.
3: S-A-F-M-U.